mighty God we serve tonight. We certainly bless the Lord tonight for his goodness and for his kindness and for his tenderness. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you tonight once again for your love and for your kindness and for your tender mercy. We thank you for blessing us to be here tonight. What a wonderful time of praise and worship we've already enjoyed tonight. Thank you for your presence in the room. Thank you for your presence here tonight. Lord, we glorify you and we magnify you. Lord, have your way tonight. Have your way, God, in the name of Jesus. Bless us in a mighty way tonight. In a mighty way tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as we come at this time, this preaching time, let me decrease and you increase, Lord. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Give God some praise before you sit down. Hallelujah! the Lord that brought you through. Hallelujah. You're here tonight because the Lord was pulling you through. Hallelujah. And he's worthy of all the praise. He's worthy of the worship tonight. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. You can have your seats. Amen. We certainly thank God for this wonderful occasion as we're here tonight to celebrate 20 years of ministry. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. I see that some have come back home for this celebration. I see my brother back there, amen, smiling. And it's good to be here with my brother uh, and his wife and family. Amen. It's just like a, a home, uh, a family reunion. That's what this is, a family reunion. Robert, where's Pauline at? She's working somewhere? All right, she's somewhere around here because she keeps things in order. Thank God for her. Amen. Amen. There's uh, Mike and Sister Mike. <laughs> That's what I call them on first Sunday when I go to do my communion uh, at Mother Walker's. They really take care of me. Brother uh, Mike knows what we need when we get there, and, and uh, he tries to make sure everything is just right. We certainly praise God. Thank God for seeing Sister Oliver here tonight. God bless you. And I believe that's your mother there. Amen. And all of the saints of God here tonight. What a blessing it is to be here with Exceeding Grace Christian Center. Amen. Thank you so much for the invitation. I also want to thank Pentecostal Temple uh, all around throughout the building that's here tonight. What a blessing it is. Amen. What a blessing, what a blessing. Over the years, we've had uh, fellowship with uh, your church, and uh, it's good to be here tonight to celebrate with you. Not only are you celebrating uh, the church anniversary, but I believe that you celebrate your pastor and first uh, lady anniversary as well. 20 years of being servant of the Lord. 20 years. Let's just, yes, let's stand and give God a we're living in a time I heard the other day where
pastors are closing up in churches and pastors are resigning and taking other uh, jobs and doing other things. But Pastor Anderson and Sister Kim have stood the test. Amen. And are still standing the test. Amen. Being committed to the ministry. And we see what God is doing. I, you know, uh, several years ago in my early 20s, I believe, I uh, was a musician. I was a musician. Oh, there's Pauline right there. God bless you. It's good to see you. Amen. I was a, a musician for the former church that was here. And I was right over in this cone over here, played the piano for Macedonia. Amen. Uh, you know, back in those days, in order to make some money, you played for two services. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Musicians are getting paid a little bit more than we did back in those days, but it's, it's really good. I thank God for my musician, uh, uh, Minister Caleb Ash and Brother DeLoach. Jordan Bowles, amen. And the choir that sang tonight, a portion of them, amen. We praise God. Thank God for my wife, Lady Rhonda Anderson, amen. We just celebrated 31 years of ministry, and it is a blessing to be servants of the Lord. Amen. To serve our community, serve our church, and serve the people of God. Amen. What a blessing it is. Amen. And we certainly thank God tonight. We've, I've chosen a, 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 something tonight that the Lord has given to me that uh, we will share with you tonight. And I hope that, I pray that someone will be blessed tonight ministry as we minister this word to you tonight uh, God is doing great things and we thank God for what he is doing for us if you have your Bibles or your iPhone or your pad or whatever you use amen I'm going to invite your attention this evening to the book of st. Luke chapter 13 I'm going to start reading at verse 10. St. Luke chapter 13, beginning at verse 10. And, you know, somewhere or another, uh, my, my uh, uh, iPhone or my tablet, I, I, this is supposed to be the, Okay, he has a King James version up there. Okay, we're we're gonna do we're gonna read from the Amplified Classic. Oh, it's behind me. Okay, all right. I'm there's a different one up in front of me. All right. This reads. It says, "Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman there who, for 18 years, had an infirmity caused by a spirit." In parenthesis, it says, a demon of sickness. She was bent completely forward and utterly unable to straighten herself up or to look upward. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, woman, you are released from your infirmity. Then he laid his hands on her and instantly she was made straight. And she recognized and thanked and praised God. Now here it says, but the leaders, 
But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to, this, said to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. So come on those days and be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord replied to him, saying, you play actor, hypocrite. Don't eat, don't, does not each of one of you on the Sabbath loose your ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it out to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? Even as he said this, all the opponents were put to shame. And all the people were rejoicing over all the glorious things that were being done by him. Give God some praise for the reading of the scripture. This evening, I want to reason with you on the thought, since we're in this 20th church anniversary, the church is a good place to be. The church is a good place to be. Regardless of what you have heard lately uh, from the naysayers, or from other folks in general, the church is still the safest place to be. I know you've read or you've heard lately about the shootings in the churches. You've read about fights happening in church. But compared to all of those other places I've been, I'd rather be in the house of the Lord. I'd rather be in the house of the Lord because there are blessings right. in the house of the Lord. Yes. Not only are there blessings, but there are healings yes. in the house of the Lord. Yes. Tonight, Exceeding Grace Christian Fellow Center is a good place to be tonight. Yes. Celebrating 20 years of ministry in the community of St. Petersburg and abroad. Yes. Exceeding Grace Fellowship you are carrying out the assignment and mandate of ministry for this day and time. I believe that, as I already said, we're celebrating Pastor Anderson and Lady Anderson's 20 years of service to this great community. And as I watch my brother, I see him going here and there around the country, around the world, doing ministry. And what a blessing that is. This evening, my brothers and sisters, everywhere Jesus went in his three and a half years of ministry, he was always drawing attention. There were those who enjoyed his ministry. Some followed him because he healed. Some because he fed the multitude. Some uh, because he caused the storms to be still. He also raised the dead, so he had multitudes of people following him. And there were people who constantly scrutinized his teachings. Not only that, but as they were e evaluating his accomplishments, Jesus did many things during his three and a half years of ministry. And we are so thankful that we too can carry on that same right. gospel and do the things that Jesus did. Yes, Hallelujah. You're here tonight because there are miracles in this room. Yes. There are miracles in this room. Yes. Hallelujah. You're looking at a miracle. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You're looking at 
Tell your neighbor you are, you're sitting next to a miracle. If you knew what God has done for me, hallelujah, you'll give God some praise. Hallelujah. I'm amazed at the miracle worker that Jesus was. How he turned water into wine. How he raised the dead. How he opened blinded eyes. Unstopped deaf ears. He did many things. And he's still working miracles today. He's still working miracles today. And somebody here tonight, you're in the right place for your miracle. You're in the right place for a miracle. The table has already been set. The water is already ready for your miracle tonight. Hallelujah. Let's examine this text tonight, if you will. We see in this text when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, in, the, in, well, in another uh, text that I want to read, he asked his disciples, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonas, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And he said, and whatsoever thou shalt bind, bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Tell somebody you got power tonight. Hallelujah. Now this incident of the text took place as Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. Jesus taught in many of the synagogues, but this one happened to be one Sunday that he was, or whenever the Sabbath was at that time. He taught in the, in the synagogue. And the president of the synagogue, uh, the, of the body of elders, moved with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. My brothers and sisters, it is important to understand the Mosaic, Mosaic law did not forbid healing on the Sabbath day. But it was the tradition of the body of elders that did. But if you know the Lord, hallelujah, what the Lord said, I say, if you know the Lord, you know the Lord would not do anything to abolish the Sabbath. Hallelujah. But the Lord comes that we might be healed. We might be delivered. And that we might be set free. For a day in the courts is better than a thousand years. I'd rather, be in the, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. But when you go to the Old Testament uh, book of Exodus chapter 20, it reads, Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Now, it's a lot of things we do nowadays that we used not to do on the Lord's day. Jonathan and I, we grew up uh, with parents who were kind of strict. Uh, it wasn't until uh, some of the older crew we left home when Jonathan and them got television in all the bedrooms. <laughs> Back in our day, we had to go to the neighbor house. 
because uh, Joseph and Hilda didn't have televisions in the house. There were a lot of things that the older saints used to do. Uh, they wouldn't cook on Sunday morning. A lot of them cooked their dinner, their Sunday dinner on Saturday. They washed the clothes on Saturday. Hallelujah. They did everything the day before to make sure that they were free to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I remember back in the day, you couldn't go to Publix on Sunday. Publix wasn't open. They were closed on Sunday. But nowadays, they're open every day. Hallelujah. Maybe they close on Christmas or Thanksgiving, but they're open on Sunday. Hallelujah. Uh, we're living in a day where everything is open on Sunday, except Chick-fil-A. Amen. You can't get no chicken from Chick-fil-A on Sunday. I don't care how good, how bad you want it, you got to wait till Monday. But if, but if you know the Lord, and if you really know the Lord, you know the Lord would not do anything to take away from his sacredness of divine obligation. Well, the first thing we notice about this woman in the text is that she, did, she didn't let her condition keep her from coming to the synagogue. She didn't let what she was going through keep her from getting into the house of the Lord. So many times people will keep what their feelings or their pains from keeping them from getting into the house of the Lord. There's healings in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. She didn't let those things keep her from getting into the house of the Lord. Even though she was bent over. The Bible says she was bent over and had been in that way, that way for 18 years. But I believe every Sabbath she made it into the house of the Lord. She could be, she could still be in that synagogue on the Sabbath day, even in her condition. And we're living in a day and time where people make all types of excuses to keep from coming to the Lord's house. They get a touch of a headache and they're going to stay home. Let a cloud appear in the sky. They're going to stay home. The house needs to be clean. They're going to stay home. But the Lord's house is a good place to be. Hallelujah. But there's no other institution in the world that can be compared to the church. For nothing else. But nothing else has gone through investigations, evaluations, observations, and tribulation and still exists. Still exists. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, it's not just, we're not talking about the building. And I'm so, so glad to hear, uh, as Pentecostal here, you're here tonight to hear that Exceeding Grace Christian Center is putting in new windows next week. That is also a project that we have. Amen. Amen. We're working on the same thing. So we are encouraged. Because if the Lord can do it for you. On that uh, picture there on the screen, look like you're putting in some stained glass. Well, it doesn't matter. You're putting in new windows. <laughs> Amen. You know, I just go back to when I used to play here 
40 some years ago, brother, brother Robert. It's been 40 years or so. I'm getting ready to turn 60 next month. Well, this month, no, next, next month, after the day. <laughs> Amen. It's been a long time. Amen. But uh, God is so good. Hallelujah. When I think of what I've been through and where the Lord has brought me from, amen. I'm certainly blessed tonight. So let's get back to the text. This, this woman who had been going to the church, to the synagogue for 18 years in this condition. Now, you know, when I think about this, uh, perhaps in that synagogue, uh, I don't know what she went for or why did she go, but I believe that wherever the Bible says that two or three are gathered in my name, he would be in the midst. And somebody ought to have enough power. Somebody. Hallelujah. Somebody in that uh, uh, synagogue should have had enough power. I saw her condition, wanted to minister to her. Hallelujah, somebody. And I'm so glad tonight that we have some people in here that's full of the anointing, full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Full of the power of the Lord. And if you are sick in here tonight, if you're going through anything, you don't want to leave here the same way you came. You don't have to leave here the same way you came. Hallelujah. Because when we are here together, that's what we're here for. To minister to the needs of the people. Hallelujah. Uh, I believe that uh, what the Bible says, if you're sick, call on the elders. And one time uh, my wife reminded me, I, she said, that's what the scripture says, call on the elders. And he wasn't just talking about the elders as men. But there's some ladies in here that was some power in here. Huh? There's some ladies in here. They can lay hands on you and cancer can leave. Lay hands on you and, and high, uh, arthritis can leave. Hallelujah. God did not limit it to just the males. It's so good when brothers and sisters can dwell together in unity. And so uh, uh, some of the church, uh, some of the, uh, the saints of Souls Harvest has come and gone, but the church is still living on. Yeah, some have gone on, but, souls, but the church is still living on. We're not just talking about this building, as I said, but the church is a body of baptized believers that God has called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And God has a message that he wants a dying world to hear. A message of love. A message of hope. A message of forgiveness. Hallelujah. A message of judgment that he wants a dying world to hear. And it's the responsibility of the church to proclaim that. That message. She received a blessing by being there that particular time. Hallelujah. On that particular time. You don't know when your blessing is. Hallelujah. That particular day was a day of blessing. Hallelujah. She received a blessing. The Bible says that Jesus 
was teaching in the synagogue. And he saw this woman and her condition. Notice, if you will, she didn't receive her blessing because of the clothes she had on. She didn't receive her blessing because uh, she was a member of the deaconess board or a member of the usher's board. She, but she received a blessing because Jesus was in the house. It's a good thing to praise him and invite Jesus in the house. Whenever Jesus show up, something is bound to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever he shows up, dead people get up. When he, whenever Jesus show up, blinded eyes open. Whenever Jesus show up. So she received her blessing. You go, you know uh, uh, that whenever Jesus is in the house, sugar diabetes has to run and hide. High blood pressure has to hit the door. And the reason why is that when Jesus showed up, he always shows out. And so it's a good thing to invite him in. The text said that her infirmity was caused by a spirit. And it goes on to let us know that this spirit was a demon. Hallelujah. Satan had caused a demon to get inside. And when I started looking at this text, uh, Brother Jonathan and I began to look at what these demons, demons always look for a body to go inside of. Even when, when Jesus cast the demon out of that young man, uh, those demons ran for some pigs. The pigs started running, they ran over the cliff. And some of y'all who don't eat barbecue, those pigs are dead. <laughs> they drowned. Hallelujah. But I stopped by here tonight to let you know that God's exceeding grace is here tonight. This spirit caused her to be bent over, doubled, and, in could, and she in, in no wise could lift herself up. But I'm so glad tonight that Jesus can lift every situation, every problem, every affliction. His word for us, these signs will accomplish uh, those who have believed in him. My, in my name they shall cast out demons and they will speak in new tongues. Hallelujah. So you don't have to be in the condition that you're in. Hallelujah. When Jesus is in the room. The text reveals that uh, uh, we have even as we come into the house and as they were in the house that day, there were some haters in the house. The text reveals that when Jesus healed the woman, the ruler of the synagogue moved, was moved with indignation. Hallelujah. Some folks don't want to see you healed. So, some folks don't want to see you delivered. Some folks don't want to see you debt free. Some folks don't want to see you get a promotion on your job. Hallelujah. The, the, the leader of the synagogue was moved with indignation because Jesus healed this woman on the Sabbath day. You heard what he said? He said, where there are six other days in which you could be healed. Do it on those days. 
In other words, he tried to say that uh, on the Sabbath day, we ain't got time for no healings in here. We ain't got time for that. We on a schedule. Hallelujah. We got to get up out of here. But I'm so glad tonight that God heals anytime he wants to. I remember not too long ago, I was driving the bishop of our jurisdiction and one morning we were get, my wife and I were getting, get, had got up getting ready to take our leave to drive the bishop back this way. And when I got up, blindness came over my eyes. I could not even see. And as she uh, turned on the light, I said, turn those lights off, I can't see. And she began to pray. And I could hear her in the prayer, she was praying. She said, Lord, he is a worshiper. How many worshipers we got in here tonight? She said, he's a praiser. And he's a giver. Yeah. Amen. And then she quoted his word back to him. Your word says. Hallelujah. Your word says you will rebuke the devourer for your name's sake. The Lord will rebuke sickness in your body. The Lord will rebuke, hallelujah, all kind of pain that you're going through. Because you're a worshiper and you're a praiser. It means something to worship him and praise him. Hallelujah. Lift up his name. Hallelujah. When you get into praise and worship, you're just, you're just setting yourself up building timber for when the, the storms come in your life. You're building up for when pressures and from other things come in your life. Hallelujah. And so as we, this text says that the, 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 as Jesus uh, began to tell, say to this demon, uh, say to the, the spirit that was in her, he says, woman, you're loose. You're loose from this. Hallelujah. Not only did, was, did he say it, but he laid hands on her. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that she didn't have to go through rehab or nothing like that. When he laid hands on her, the Bible said immediately. That which had been bent over, lifted up. Hallelujah. I'm so glad he can do it in an instant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Also, I noticed in this text that, uh, that he, there were watchers instead of worshipers in that church. Someone was just watching. And we have a lot of people that come just to watch to see what happens. Everybody ain't here to praise him. Everybody's not here to get, uh, give God glory. Hallelujah. Some people came because it was just a good thing to do. But I'm telling you, if you just give God your best, you won't leave the same way you came. Hallelujah. And so, but God is looking for some worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Not only was he, uh, this, this leader was a watcher, but the text revealed that he was a fault finder. Instead of a faith builder, God is not looking for fault finders, but he's looking for some faith builders. The third thing I notice about this, the hater, uh, that he had uh, more compassion for his oxes and his ox and his donkeys than he had for this woman on the Sabbath day. And I need to tell you as I prepare to close tonight that there's still some haters in the church today. It is not easy to, to detect a hater 
when you, when you see one because haters think the church is a social club where they gather together to gossip and grumble about everybody and everything. They think the church is a storm shelter where they only come diversity is in their life. There are those who think the church is a, a, a CME club where they only come on Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter. They think the church is a nursing home where they join and sit around and wait to die. Some folks think the church is a funeral parlor where they walk in and, and out dead in the spots and wrinkles. Those who are adorned in their white robes, who have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. I'm so glad that the church still stands today. 20 years. Exceeding grace still stands on the corner in this community. Doing, and I, as I read, uh, looked at the website, I see that you're spreading and doing uh, ministry in different areas. What a blessing to spread this gospel. The Bible tells us to spread the gospel. Share the word of God. I want to encourage those who are working in this ministry to continue to do the work of the ministry. Continue to put your hands to the plow and continue to work. Don't give up. Don't stop praying. As I came in this evening, I heard the prayers going forth. I heard them getting ready for worship service. It's a good thing to prepare yourself. We don't just, hallelujah, go right into it, but somebody's got to pray ahead of time. Somebody's got to be fasting. Somebody's got to be turning that plate down. Hallelujah, praying before you get to church so that somebody can be healed. Somebody can be delivered. Somebody can be set free. That's what it's all about in ministry. Continue to serve the Lord. Continue to lift up his name. Yes, lift up his name on the corners wherever you go. Yes, Hallelujah. That somebody will run to this place. Yes, somebody will run so they can be delivered. So they can be set free. God has given you a great work here. I want to encourage my brother and all of you here that serve within this ministry. Continue to serve. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Hold fast. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give out. Because your best is yet to come. Hallelujah. Your best is yet to come. Hallelujah. So if you continue to serve the Lord, be faithful. Be faithful to what God is doing in your life. And as you are serving him, as you are doing what he has called you to do, you will be able to minister to people everywhere. This world is getting worse. Hallelujah, it's getting worse. But God is still ready. He still stand ready to heal and deliver. He still stand ready to men and women, those who are getting ready to commit suicide. The last month or so, we've had many uh, murder suicides in our area. But the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. The church is still the safest place to be. Hallelujah. To be among the saints is the safest place to be. Hallelujah. To be with your brothers and sisters praying is the safest place to be. I'd rather be in the house of the Lord. I'd rather be with the saints of God. I'd rather serve him until I die. Hallelujah.
blessings for you and as Bishop Blake would say I see you now but you look much better in the future hallelujah you look much better in the future those things and let me say this those things that you've been praying about God has not forgotten about you he has not forgotten you brother hallelujah I see God blessing this ministry even more. I see God expanding this ministry. I see God giving you several locations of this ministry. Hallelujah. Because God wants his word to be spread abroad. Hallelujah. And I pray tonight that those who are serving the Lord continue to serve him. Let God be your God. And the great things that he will do in your life. Hallelujah will come forth tonight as you stand hallelujah you know there's power in this room tonight there's power in this room tonight the Lord is here tonight and he's, wherever the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty if you're here tonight and if you're sick in your body anything any condition you're in the right place. Because sometimes we don't understand that these conditions that the devil brings on us, we don't have to accept them. When you start accepting those things, you are allowing Satan to continue to control you. In the beginning, God, he didn't have, when he made man, Man didn't have pain. Man didn't have all these sickness that they have today. Hallelujah. Those things came when Adam and Eve sinned. And those brought on all of those things. But I'm so glad that Jesus went to the cross for us. Jesus took on the pain. He took the whips and he took all of those things. And the Bible tells us by his stripes we are healed he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed hallelujah so tonight if you're going through anything if you're sick in your body you're going through some pains that have been taken you know I dare you to come and denounce the devil tonight I, I dare you to come and denounce Satan tonight. Tell Satan he has no control over your body. Jesus set me free. Jesus set me free. And if you do that tonight, hallelujah, you can go home a different way. Hallelujah, you can go home a different way. 
Hallelujah. Here tonight, kill us. For the Lord is a debt remover. He's a debt remover. Hallelujah. So if you're here tonight, 